Hi, and welcome to Take Some Time Off with me, your host, Maeve. I am an educator, a yoga instructor, and wellness advocate who recently quit her job in New York City and moved across the country to Salt Lake City, Utah to take some time off. This podcast explores what it means to use my time productively and provides practical tips to make meaningful use of your time too. We'll talk about burnout, speak to people making subversive career choices, and reflect on wellness in society and in our lives. So come on, let's get mindful and be well. Get ready to take some time off. Hello, thanks for being here. My name is Maeve. And I'm your host of Take Some Time Off. Um, This is another episode of A Little Time Off. These are our shorter, um, more practice-based episodes that come in between the longer, um, more research-based episodes um, or interviews that will happen every week. So um, A Little Time Off is a chance for you to actually practice some of the stuff that we're talking about taking care of yourself, meditating, reflecting. And so today we're gonna do another set of meditation, but this one is very much inspired by an experience that I had in the past week that I want to share with you. And um, by the way, if you don't follow me on Instagram, go ahead and do that now at Take Some Time Off Podcast on Instagram because um, I mentioned on there that we were going to be taking a week off from the podcast because I went to a Zen meditation retreat in Cincinnati, Ohio um, last week. <laughs> so um, I think I said something like, you know, I'm going to be coming more mindful and like, um, hopefully I'll have lots to share with you about all the lessons that I've learned. And here I am on the other side. And I certainly learned a lot, but I got to say that I was a wreck during that retreat. Um, And it was so challenging, so counter-cultural, counter-Western productivity, kind of like um, what's the most efficient way to do things kind of culture. And um, it sort of shook me up. (laughs) Um, which is awesome, right? That's kind of, those are the kind of experiences that we need in life. But, um, so that's what I want to share with you today. I want to tell you a little bit about my experience at this retreat, um, and my experience learning about Zen Buddhism, which is different than what I'm used to, um, in my own spiritual practice. And then I'll lead you through a very short five-ish minutes of practicing um, what I did at the retreat, Zen meditation. And it might be similar to or different from what you're used to if you do have a meditation practice, but um, it was really enlightening for me, so perhaps it would be for you too. So stay tuned. Um, And last note before we get started is um, this episode is being released on Thursday, August 15th. Um, Thursday and I think that from now on Thursday is gonna be the regular release day Um, in the past it's been Wednesday but my schedule and my new school schedule is I think it's gonna be um, 
easier and I'll be able to get a better quality product out to you if I release on Thursday. So plan for that, hopefully by Thursday mornings. But if you're subscribed um, to the podcast to take some time off podcasts wherever you're listening, then you'll just get like a little pop-up to tell you that a new episode's ready for you. So that would be my um, recommendation for you. And if you don't know how to subscribe, um, like if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, for example, you look up the podcast and then it should be just a little button um, close to the top before the listing of the episodes and you can just click subscribe. Okay, without further ado, let's talk about Zen Buddhism. <laughs> So I have been practicing mindfulness and meditation and yoga and some kind of mix of those things for about five or six years now. And about five years ago, um, I started learning about Buddhism and it just spoke to me um, really like clearly. And I mentioned before, I read a lot of Thich Nhat Hanh. He's a Buddhist monk um, and he has really been a big inspiration to me, a big help. Um, and so I think it was through his writing that I, I found um, the religion of Buddhism. And um, in the past three years, I've started um, learning a lot more about the specifics of the religion and not just kind of the westernized, like, be mindful and like take deep breaths, but the actual like what um, Buddhism means and what it means to be uh, mindful in terms of Buddhism and um, what it means to meditate and um, I did a lot of work not work I did a lot of exploring with um, an organization called Buddhist Insights if you're in New York City I would 100% check them out um, offering tons and tons of free resources free classes free retreats um, on connecting Buddhist monastics, so um, people who have dedicated their lives towards um, towards the Buddhist practices, their Buddhist practices, and um, sharing them with people who maybe aren't familiar. So I did a lot of um, reading, a lot of meditating, a lot of retreats, and I don't know that I'm confident enough right now to say that I, um, you know, am a Buddhist. Um, I think that's still kind of a journey that I'm on, but um, I know that what I have learned so far about Buddhism has been so, so, so helpful to me. Um, I've been able to visit and stay at some temples in Korea and um, just had a whole range and, of experiences and practices, and um, it has all made me a better person, so it's something that I am very passionate about. So with that being said, um, I had a little bit of time this summer before I start my doctoral program and um, I knew that I wanted to dedicate a little bit of that time towards um, meditating and to kind of recentering my Buddhist practice. And um, in the past, like I said, New York, I had these free retreats and those are not here. <laughs> and I think that, um, you know, it can, there's a lot of reasons why people can't offer free services like that um and I think that what I had in New York was very much the exception to the rule but I was shocked at the offerings how expensive they were kind of how confusing it was to know what was right for me and I was googling all this stuff and then excuse me sorry my cat's had on the computer no thank you 
she just loves to be involved. Um, but anyway, she's staring at me. She's kind of pissed. Um, so anyway, I found this retreat in um, Cincinnati, Ohio, and I was going to be going home to Columbus anyway, and I thought, and it was reasonably priced, and it was four days, which sounds awesome, and it was Zen Buddhist, and I don't know much about Zen Buddhism. It's a specific school of Buddhist thinking and philosophy, and um, but I just figured it's meditation, and uh, I'm sure I'll love it, and my mom actually signed up to go with me, which like could be a whole nother episode um she was amazing she has never meditated for a second and we ended up uh, jumping into this like extremely hardcore situation where sort of like boot camp we uh we got to this retreat and we actually were asked to do sitting meditation for 30 minutes at a time for like uh most hours so it, it came out to be about six hours on average a day of sitting meditation plus um, an hour or so of walking meditation broken up throughout the day um, and then just some like talks and it was all silent so it was even for someone who has a lot of practice with meditation and um, yeah it was just a lot and so for me I was kind of shooken up. I went into it thinking like, oh, this is going to be so chill. This is going to be so grounding and centering. And what I found was that instead it was very, um, it was like opening up and exposing a lot of what I need to work on, a lot of um, areas for growth and not so much just like sitting satisfied in, in you know, who I am. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about Zen Buddhism and a little bit about the philosophies that made it um, a trickier experience that I'm used to. And then we'll we'll close out with a little meditation for you too. So a little background, and like I said, this is all brand new to me. So this is just some research I've done. Um, most of this information is from the BBC um, and also a website called zenenlightenment.net. Um, but Zen Buddhism is it's a mixture of Mahayana Buddhism and Taoism. Um, it began in China and then eventually spread to Korea and Japan and um, became very popular in the West um, during like the 50s and 60s. Think like beatnik poets, um, Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance, um, Allen Ginsberg, who's one of my faves. Um, so Zen is a little bit different than what I was used to, and I studied Theravada Buddhism, um, which is a different strain. What I'm used to is a lot of talking and thinking. That's something that like, really appealed to me, is that it's, um, it feels like a very smart uh, religion where there's a lot of um, focus on you know, thinking things through for yourself and deciding if something makes sense to you and accepting your practice because it it's seems right to you and not just because someone told you to um but zen is a little bit different because zen is like we shouldn't need to actually think at all um we don't really need the scriptures um that tell us about buddhist teachings because you have it all in you so if you could just stop thinking and literally do nothing then you would understand everything <laughs> pretty heavy stuff right so the idea is to literally like never 
think. And there's no need to look anywhere else for the answers to, you know, the meaning of life or how to become enlightened that um, you actually have all those answers within you. So one part of the retreat was actually meeting one-on-one with the priest who was presiding over our practice. And um, one thing she told me was that her teacher told her that um, you actually don't need to think at all during the day. And, you know, if you're being completely zen, um, then the only times you sort of need to think are maybe deciding what clothes to put on and deciding what you want to eat. But everything else throughout the day should kind of flow and it'll come towards you and you are so present and so in the moment that you respond appropriately to anything that comes your way. And um, another thing that was a big focus there was we're living our whole lives sort of asleep. And we actually said like a bunch of times like, wake up, wake up, wake up. Um, Because when we're not fully present, when we are uh, distracted by our worries, our sadness, um, something that happened in the past or maybe might happen in the future, um, all of that thinking takes us away from our life, which is happening right now. And so anything other than right now in this moment doesn't matter. And so the whole practice or most of the practice and, and what we did at this retreat was just sitting in the moment just being (laughs) which sounds awesome but as you can maybe imagine is really 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 hard to actually do because it's so um goes so against what we have been taught in this like capitalistic and um for-profit kind of world and in productivity obsessed world to do And not only that, it's just like, for me, I really value my thoughts. And I know because it's part of all Buddhist practices to, you know, momentarily pause your thinking and to come back to the present moment and stuff. But um, I also appreciate being able to like think through something that's bothering me or think through my philosophy on something and this is like takes it a step further and it's like you actually don't need to do any of that if you were really present you would just know nah. <laughs> um so and actually one one um, popular phrase in the zen practice is it's better to be a person for a day than to be a shadow of a person for 1000 days essentially we're all shadows of people all the time so to wake up all you do is sit down <laughs> and um breathe and our practice was to count our breaths one through ten and if you find yourself thinking as maybe you're like one two man what I wonder what's going to be for dinner oh shoot find yourself thinking go back to one one two three am I thinking am I doing this right oh shoot now I'm definitely thinking go back to one (laughs) um and that's just a little example of what I did for six hours a day (laughs) at the retreat but seriously um sitting and coming back to your breath and then also that kind of added piece of counting and noticing when you've messed up and you're not on track to uh you know enlightenment (laughs) and said you're thinking and whatever although totally natural and totally human I found it 
so stressful. So most of the time, like there was a point, I think it was the beginning of the second day that I was getting physically nauseous. I think from like the sheer like concentration that I was um, trying to focus on just my breath. And another aspect is that you're sitting and most of the time you're facing a wall, like a blank. You just turn um, your cushion in towards the wall. So it's, and you're supposed to have your eyes open because you're awake, you're not asleep. <laughs> and, it, and it's easier to hopefully stay present if you're like looking into the present right now. So it, all of those things put together made it so challenging for me, even though I have a meditation practice already. And I've sat for 45 minutes in the past um, without stopping and, and been, you know, been distracted and come back and whatever. But I guess my expectations for myself were higher and um, I, I was motivated by the practice to want to, by the teachings I was learning to like want to do it right and then you can't really do it right. <laughs> um, so it was a mess. Um, but I did find that the longer the retreat went on, the easier it got. And, um, and I will say that I kind of found like a little piece of that um, truth that Zen Buddhism asserts, which is that like, if you just sat, you would understand. And I do think that I didn't get it. And then towards the end, there were short, tiny little moments of clarity where I think I sort of got it. Like I got why I was sitting there in silence with my eyes open for 30 minutes at a time without stopping. Um, I got that I was headed someplace with it. And then that's kind of as far as I got, then the retreat was over. So anyway, that's the practice of Zen Buddhism. And, uh, or that's my experience with it. It's a huge thing. I know nothing about it, but, um, that's a little intro in case you're interested. So I don't know if I left more centered or calm. I left feeling like I learned a lot about something I didn't know before. And I left feeling motivated to find my practice. And now I know that I want to incorporate some of like this Zen philosophy into my own spiritual practice. But I also know that, um, there might be other kinds, like the kinds that I've studied in the past that resonate a little bit more with me. So it's kind of like taking what I want, but also not um, beating myself up for for feeling kind of conflicted and frustrated during this retreat. Um, so with all that being said, I still think it's a really great practice to try. And um, I would love to lead you through a very short practice. Like I said, it's like there's nothing to it. So I'll just tell you how to sit and I'll count with you for a bit, and then I'll just let you count your breath, and then we'll be off. Um, but I think it's worth it. I think it's worth a shot. I think there are some people whose lives completely turn around, which by the way, you can take on whether or not you're Christian or Muslim or atheist. Um, you can take on the, the practices of meditation um, and mindfulness without ascribing you know, to Buddhism if that's not for you. Um, but now let's get going. So if you are ready, um, I'll give you a moment here to find a quiet spot where you'll have about five minutes to yourself. It can be in your car. It can be in your room. 
Um, you'll need either a meditation cushion or like a pillow on the floor or just a chair is totally fine. Um, and that's one thing I learned too, is that like, there's no shame in that. And if it helps you be more focused in your practice, um, I eventually moved to a chair by the end of the retreat and I felt way better in it. So find something that works for you and meet me there in just a sec. So we can start our Zen meditation practice for the day. Okay, so now that you have hopefully found a comfortable seat, um, if you are sitting on a cushion on the floor, now is a good time to cross your legs and it's important to get your hips higher than your knees. So it might mean tilting the cushion a little bit um, or elevating it a little bit um, with a blanket so that you're sort of pointed um, down uh, and your hips uh, can tilt a little bit and that'll help you to stay in a straight and more comfortable spine. Um, if you, if that's not working for you, you can try sitting on your knees, um, on a cushion and then letting your legs come back behind you. That can feel good for some people like a hero's pose in yoga, or like I said, in a chair. And I think the important thing to think about when you're in a chair is that you still need to, um, work to f have a straight um, foundation, and a, sh a solid foundation and a straight spine because chairs are sort of made so that we can lean back in them. And we're not trying to lean back for this. So um, you can put a pillow uh, behind your back so that um, your sits bones are again tilted a little bit forward and your spine is straight. Your feet are pressed firmly into the ground. Wherever you are, Next, um, I want you to try putting your hands in a position where your right palm goes on top of your left palm, and then your two thumbs just barely touch. It's sort of um, unusual to experiment with at first, and um, you might notice that you're holding some tension in your hands or in your thumbs, but give it a shot for the next few minutes and um, then try to straighten up, relax your shoulders. Um, your chin can be pointed just slightly down and then start to settle in. So we will allow our eyes to look slightly down about 12 inches in front of our space, but we'll keep them open. So see if you can find a drishti, something to focus your gaze on as you start to allow your mind and your body to rest. Take a moment once you're here to notice any sounds in your space. Allow them to flow around you and through you. Notice any feelings you might be having, maybe anxiety, maybe a little bit of nervousness about this practice. Maybe you're thinking about something that's going to come later today or already happened. Notice those feelings, notice those thoughts, then come back 
to the present. Come back here. And to do that, we're going to start a very, very simple practice of counting our breaths. And when we breathe in this practice, we're gonna do deep Buddha breaths. And by that, I mean through the bottom of your belly. It's as if you took your nose and you, you placed it two inches below your navel and that's where the breath is coming in and out. So your belly is expanding and contracting. And the belly gets big. Exhale, it shrinks. In and out. No need to alter your breath here. Let it be the pace that it is. But see if you can try to deepen it through your breath, through deep breathing through your belly. Once you think you've got that down, we'll start to count our breath. Something easy and relaxed, like one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten, and then we'll go back to one. With every breath, you go up a number, and if you get lost, or if your mind wanders, you'll just start back at one. No judgments. No worries, just come back. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. Continue in this way for the next several minutes, allowing yourself to be fully present in this moment. Know that thoughts will come, worries will come, stories will come, but none of that exists right now. In this moment, there's nothing to worry about. In this moment, there is no anxiety. In this moment, you are safe, you are calm, you are content. So stay here, counting to 10, coming back to one, continuing to follow your deep breaths.
Congratulations. You did it. You completed your first Zen meditation practice. If it feels okay to you, you can place your hands in a prayer position at your heart and give a gentle bow, um, acknowledging the Buddha nature, the true nature, your best self um, within you and within others. Thank you for practicing today. I'll talk to you soon.